Hello, welcome to Behind the Music Podcast. I am Bridget Devin, your host, and today I'm very excited to welcome Marlena Goosby with Grow Your Gift. Grow Your Gift started in a home studio serving, um, you know, students, musical students, and is now a conservatory musical school. Um, They offer accomplished music instructors teaching kids from middle school to high school and just extending that musical education They are on a mission to provide people in the community with opportunities for musical growth and development, and they are offering premium, affordable music lessons uh, to students of all ages. Marlena, thank you so much for joining me. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm very looking forward to uh, what we're going to discuss today. Awesome. Well, to start, can you share with us about yourself and how Grow Your Gift got started? Um, Sure. Uh, So I have a... um history in music. I've been a musician since I was eight years old, so that makes me um, about 32 years in the industry. Um, My primary instrument is clarinet, but I also play and teach alto and tenor saxophone and piano. Um, Grow Your Gifts Conservatory of Music came about just because I was able to um, figure out what I wanted to do when I grew up um, after leaving another career field. Um, I prayed to seek what um, what my path was going to be, and it turns out that I get to operate in my gift, which is music. Uh, we started as an in-home uh, music studio. And then once I got to uh, 23 students on a waiting list of already teaching 23 in a week, um, had to go back and pray again and determine what was next. So we opened a full-service community music school that is now Grow Your Gift Conservatory of Music. We employ 16 instructors. We, ha- we serve over 300 students each week through private lessons, group classes, and community partnerships. So today we are serving the schools through their music programs, and we are also serving our community um, to show that music really is healing. I love that. That is so fantastic, and to hear the growth too. Um, I'd love to um, hear too, what's what's the day-to-day uh, like for, for you, Marlena? Um, well, my day-to-day as the founder and director is never the same minute-to-minute. Um, I have the opportunity to lead an awesome team of staff members um, who are all musicians, which is super cool um, when you own a music school. Um, So, you know, I oversee the day-to-day operations and how we serve our students and their families. I also cultivate relationships in the community, whether it it is um, other music directors or other organizations that are seeking our services. And sometimes I just go out and meet people who used to be musicians, think it's really cool what we're doing, and they connect me with others who could utilize our services. Oh, that's that's fantastic. I love that. Um, And so it seems building community is really important for you and your work. Is that right? Absolutely. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, I'd love to hear, too, have you come across any common myths when it comes to music education or learning music that you would love to just dispel? or even in your work as a founder and running an organization? Yeah, so one of the things um, that I wish that society understood more is that to run a music organization, it does come at a significant cost. And often, um, especially speaking for myself, I don't pass that cost along to our our student musicians um, because I want them to experience what music can do for them. Um, It won't be your least expensive activity that you sign your kids up for. Um, but it will be the most rewarding. You know, we always tell our parents, you cannot play soccer or do gymnastics for the rest of your life, but you can play an instrument or sing for the rest of your life. So what you're doing is making an investment for the long term of your children in particular, 
Um, and to that end, we serve a lot of adult musicians and all of them have said they wish they either would have started when they were younger or stuck with it um, when they were forced to do it earlier. Um, another myth that I would like to dispel is that you're not gonna learn music quickly. Um, you know, a lot of people like to go on YouTube and do those self-help videos, but they stop within three to six months because it's difficult. One thing that a lot of people overlook is that through music, there is connection. It's really hard to connect with your virtual teacher that you have never met, you've never spoken with, you don't know anything about that person, and they don't know anything about you. So it is very important to have that connection um, through one-on-one -on -one, um, music education and also in group classes. And so that is uh, very important and a part of our approach is that connection through music. So you do have to be in front of the person you're learning from, and it is absolutely something you can use for the rest of your life, but that does mean it is a little bit more costly um, to pay for those services. Um, as a musician myself, I resonate with a lot of what you're saying from, you know, I remember as a seven-year-old learning piano for maybe a couple weeks, and <laughs> and as I got older, I ended up playing piano, but it was all by ear, and I love it and I enjoy it, but that limitation of not being able to really read music quickly and, and the like, um, I definitely can relate to that that wish of like oh i should have stuck with this right um yep. and also as wonderful as these technological advances are there is still that challenge of lessons online i'd love um to hear in line with the, what kind of changes are you seeing in the industry um and how do you see technology growing alongside do you see a place for that with music education i do we actually supplement um our teaching with a platform called panara um, and it is designed for music educators and student musicians. Um, we do have students who opt for learning through Tanara, which is our virtual platform. Um, but because they're with real people who get to know them, even in a virtual setting, um, we see that come through when they're performing. So one of the cool things I like to share with people when they're on the fence about virtual learning, um, for music in particular, is that the connections that we build, even over cyberspace, when it comes time to perform, those students who have been learning online when they come in person to perform, there is no separation between who has learned in our studio and who has learned completely online. And that comes with the connection. It's a two-way conversation versus a one-way conversation. If you're going to take those lessons through YouTube, that person is speaking to you as a person, whereas we as real instructors, real people are speaking to that person. So yes, there are um, opportunities to parallel with music education and in, in the virtual world. Um, it just is we have to be very intentional with those and it can't be a set it and forget it approach. It has to be something that we massage week to week, sometimes day to day. One of the other cool things with Tanara is that when a student gets stuck on something when they're practicing their instrument, um, they can send us a message and their teachers will respond back to them in a timely manner to help them get over that hump so they're not discouraged and can continue to work toward mastering that piece of music that they're working on. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love that. I also love to hear what's a, what's a like character trait strength that, um, that people, you know, are developing as they're also learning music or that is really helpful to help them learn music. Oh my goodness. Confidence, confidence, confidence. Yeah. You know, we're in a society, a microwave society that we want that instant gratification. And a lot of times that's what music gets you is instant gratification. Now that doesn't mean you'll learn a whole piece of music in 30 minutes. That might mean that you're able to, to um, learn one measure of music in 30 minutes, something you've been working so hard on and it finally comes together. So that elicits um, a feeling of confidence, your self-esteem is improved, you're more motivated 
and you're more driven, and that um, translates into other areas of our of the lives. And we're seeing that in our whole wide range of um, ages of students, whether they're five years old or my oldest student who's 74 years old. That that built-in that built-in confidence is what drives um, our student musicians. Totally, and I I relate to that too. When I was uh you know in my teenage years performing. Um, it was so challenging, right? You know, there's so much self-doubt and, you know, and the thing is when I'm chatting with people who were talking music, I always think about that, the, um, the, our mindsets and how, you know, I want to encourage people keep going, you know, like everyone has a place in music because sometimes, sometimes people look at music as like, oh, well, you have to be professional, dude. It's like, no, everyone it has a place in music um and having that confidence to know that you like that there that it could be something you do for fun it could be something you do for healing it could be something you do professionally across the board um all are welcome so I agree with you on confidence um uh so I would love to hear um what have been some really great ways of promoting your organization like marketing strategies that you have found to be really effective our most effective marketing strategy is actually partnering with other organizations who are looking for entertainment at their events. Um, we are gaining a lot of ground of being present at the community events here um, in our city. Uh, we just recently performed at the International Festival that was at our city's um, local park. And then coming up in April, we've been asked by the Chamber of Commerce to perform at their military appreciation event. So not only through are the performances so they can see what goes on in here, um, but they can also see the diversity in age and instruments. Um, one of the cool things we offer is that we are the only organization of its kind in our area. Um, you know, a, a lot of times music education is delivered through music stores. Uh, we don't have any retail here. We focus solely on music education. And so that means we get to take advantage of all the opportunities to perform in the community. Um, which uh, allows us to showcase what we have going on here. And that elicits word of mouth. And then we start getting those inquiries and we go from there. Oh, that's so great. Um, Do your students, what, you know, do you see like transformation for those who are getting those first time performance experiences? Absolutely. Uh, One of my favorite stories is we serve a, um, a large population of students who are on the autism spectrum. And to watch them come in at first, they're so shy and they're so timid, you know, and it's a new environment and they're not really sure what's what, but then to finally see them perform on stage and they just transform into a whole other person. Um, They really do find their place in the world when they're performing music for other people. And we're seeing those, um, that growth on the inside of them as well. You know, and it doesn't matter who it is. Anytime you get on stage, there's going to be a little bit of of jitters um, to get Mm -hmm. over. Uh, but that population in particular, I'm super, super proud of. And um, I know their parents are proud as well. Oh my gosh, I love that. I feel like so much growth happens through performance. Um, I've been thinking about that a lot lately, like, and how that translates into other areas of um, your life. Oh, yeah. um, I was wondering if you could speak to that at all, like, um, you know, what what kind of skills you're developing performing as a musician? Absolutely. So one of the things that is um, huge for musicians is time management, Um, more so for the classically trained time management is one of those things that translates into other areas of your life. Um, But also it develops those that ability to be able to talk to others, 
because um, when you start speaking through music, you know, that will gain the confidence that you have to, to speak publicly um, in front of other people. Uh, they're able to display, we are able to display diligence and um, being able to do hard things. That's one of my favorite things is that musicians can do hard things. Um, when we see those obstacles, we know how to, you know, take one bite at a time. Instead of looking at the entire piece that you have to play, you do it measure by, by measure, even beat by beat. So that translates into other areas um, of our lives as well. And just having, being able to um, understand people on a different kind of level. Um, one of the fun things that I like to remind our students is that when you walk into a room of musicians, you already have something in common with somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so that way you're able to forge those relationships and really blossom those. We have something called Music Makes Friends. And those are the private lesson students that come together to um, create an ensemble. And the way I see these kids transform just in their social skills, um, they come in not knowing each other. They all go to different schools and all different ages, but the social skills that are developed um, because of music is just a beautiful thing to watch. Oh my gosh, I bet. And I, I absolutely, because then you're, you know, it's a, it's a group project you're working through together. That's right. Um, and everybody's dependent on the other. Yeah. Um, well, Marlena, as we near the end of the podcast, can you share with us your vision for the future? What do you see in the next year for Grow Your Gift um, and beyond? So Grow Your Gift is going is currently um, working with organizations that promote healing through their own mission. For instance, we're working with the Hope Squad and suicide prevention organizations so that we can make that connection between, you know, self-doubt and um, creating music. Um, we want to be the number one music community school that helps heal our community. There's a lot of things that our kids go through. There's a lot of things that parents go through and the elderly go through that if they just had, you know, 30 minutes a week to themselves to work on something that's just for them, um, we're excited to see how that's going to transform their minds. And so from for a year from now, we would like to be considered, you know, in a way therapeutic um, so and to be an outlet so that people have a way to just communicate what they're feeling on the inside that words can't um, express. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that. Um, well, before we go, can you share, how can people stay either connected with you or grow your gift um, or, or yeah, any ways that they can stay connected? Yeah, so our website is growyourgiftmusic.com. You can learn about our story and all of our offerings. And if you have any questions that are not answered on the website, our phone number is 850 850- Four eight three zero eight zero zero, and we would be more than happy to speak with anyone who calls. Wonderful. Well, Marlena, thank you so much for your time, for sharing with us about Grow Your Gift and all the beautiful things you're doing in your community. And those that are listening, definitely check out their website. Any unanswered questions can be answered with a, a, a quick phone call. But once again, uh, this was Marlena Goosby with Grow Your Gift, and thank you so much. Thanks for having me.